1: So welcome to the Brave, Bold, Brilliant podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette Limfoot, and I'm here today with an incredible guest. She has had a stupendous career, which spans TV presenting, yoga, which is her absolute passion and something which is really uh, at the top of her priorities now, but has been a thread throughout her whole life. She also has um, a massive interest in property as well as the restaurant business and also, God, anything else you can, possibly, you can possibly name, really, as well as her charity, incredible charity work that she does with her husband, which she's going to talk about as well. So I'm delighted to welcome Carolyn-Marie Roth to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: That sounds very nice. <laughs> it sounds a bit like you describe somebody who knows a lot about everything, but nothing really, you know? <laughs> It's really kind of um, when you put everything together. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, it's a nice introduction. Thank you very much for that.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Well, there's, there's so much to cover. I think that's the thing. Yeah. So let's start, Caroline, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, by just taking us through your journey, kind of where life started for you and, and sort of where you are today, and then we'll go from there. Which journey are you talking about? The
0: one where I um, just grew up and when, when I grew up in Germany. Um, and uh, a highly dysfunctional family, but we all looked very nice. You know, everything was from the outside. Everything was sparkling and beautiful, and but inside it was a disaster. So I decided quite early onwards that I have to find my own way. So I couldn't rely on anybody there, and um, and that probably was quite um, helpful to for my people skills. <laughs> Because, um, first of all, I had to organize food. So I would ask my kids in school to ask their moms to do two sandwiches instead of one. Because I was hungry in school. And, but you always have to see that my parents were wealthy. Okay. It was not that they were too poor. They were just busy with their lives. And they would like to sleep longer because, yeah they didn't care about how we got into school so I just organized that and then I organized another family who lived in our neighborhood to um, get lovely lunches and they had three daughters so I just became the fourth daughter. So you can see that um, my survival skills are quite um, dominant and this can cause problems because sometimes you have to get used to situations where you don't have you don't fight or flight yeah <laughs> you just have to accept that everything's all right and that can cause problems with the whole within your whole system because mm. you know you are such um, there's such a potential of of um, survival and being you know streetwise that you you totally when you come into a beautiful situation you think oh my god this is horrific this is I can't stand that this is too much harmony you know so but I got used to that <laughs> I got used to
1: that so yeah so you started life like so, so family life wasn't ideal for you no, clearly and um, no. and you you learned great survival skills in when you were really young so I guess you had to it forced you to grow up pretty fast yes right? really and in, take in responsibility mm-hmm. yeah so So school was school was obviously, you know, probably not the easiest of time for you. School was really not interesting because,
0: you know, when you when you leave the house in the morning and and um, your father is drunk and you have to climb over him and then you join the other kids who all look really nice and pretty and clean and. And have nice food. <laughs> you think, my God, that's really not fair, is it? So, um, and then, um, I was trouble, you know, because I was, I was feisty and I didn't deliver the good grades in the mm-hmm. beginning because I couldn't, I mean, in this time, this is quite a while ago. Mm. Nobody ever, um, asked about background and, you know, do you have somebody to take care of you or they just assumed. That everything was all right. Yeah. So and I didn't tell anybody. So um, yeah, and um, and I was in an all girls school, which didn't help either. And my my, I just thought, well, I need to get out. I need to get out. And and um, and this is when I decided um, to live with my uncle in America. Gosh. And so
1: how old would you have been then when you went to America? Fifteen. I
0: just I just fell in love for the first time in my life, and then. Um, and this is why I was a bit hesitant to go, <laughs> 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 but I, 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 decided that I need a change because otherwise the school career would have ended probably before it really started. Um, and, um, so, and my mother, she couldn't take care of me and she had to go to hospital. My parents were divorced. My, my, um, my so, you know, my brother couldn't keep an eye on me. I wanted to live on my own, but I was too young. So yeah. so somebody had to take care of me. So I went to live with my family in America. They had two little boys and I... Um, had to go to a high school there. And um, and that changed my whole school career because um, I loved multiple choices. <laughs> and I thought, how? You know, even if you don't know it, there's always a 50% chance. I mean, you are surprised how stupid they can be, the Americans. But with this system, you know, I mean, it's easy to shine. So, um, but it, it was an enormous boost for my confidence. Mm. Yeah, because my confidence school-wise was not very high. Mm. So um, um, it really gave me a massive boost. And, um, and then when I returned to Germany, um, I did um, external exams and I was the best out of, I don't know how many thousands. Mm. And I had the honor to pick my own school. And boy, did I celebrate that. And I went for a school which just had the first year of co-education. So just boys and we were the first girls Right. And that was my that was my kind of, you know, I really loved that. I really did. and, um, and I'm, I'm still in contact with some of the boys and, and um, the girls were all right, you know, but no I definitely and I still till till today, I like to work, I prefer to work with men, and I hate to say that, but it's easier. Right. And if you would ask me, what do I regret? throughout my career and later on television mm. as well, is always the lack of sisterhood.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's an interesting... Because you get it in business as well, exactly. right? In In yeah, lots yeah, of different yeah, fields. Yeah. So we can definitely talk about yeah, that in yeah. more detail. It's,
0: it's an interesting, interesting thing. And mm. having three daughters my own now, and they are very, you know, they're strong women, feminists and lovely and gorgeous and um, complicated mm. um, and beautiful. And... Um, but it, it is... And I can see there is sisterhood, you know, they support each other. And this is what I am. I'm, I'm quite a liberal mom, but I always keep on telling them support each other.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. the most
0: important thing. And um, it's not just that I felt betrayed by my mother from early onwards. You know, my father betrayed me the same way, but it was easier to forgive him than her. Um because he was pissed all the time so Mm -hmm. you know that's not a real um but um but the 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 theme of 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 sisterhood and support in business in particular is 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 quite an interesting um you know and and um it's it's thin eyes because you know of course every every woman would say oh yes i love women and i want to support women i throughout my life my professional life i have never met a woman who was really supportive.
1: That's interesting, isn't it? Because you're right, you're right; it can be super competitive. Yes. And the fact that there are less women that reach the top of their field, yes. whatever it might be in yes. TV yes. presenting, which we'll we'll talk about, or in yeah, business yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you would think that that would be a natural thing yes. to, to help the next generation yes. up, but it isn't yeah. always the case, no, is it?
0: It's not always the yeah. case. Yeah. No, till today, and yeah. I mean that's that's quite a while, isn't
1: it? Yeah, absolutely. So you went back to Germany for yes. after the, the t- mm-hmm. period in the states. And, and actually, at that point, you you were doing quite well in education. You know, you'd you'd broke. You obviously were were highly intelligent, actually, and, and you applied yourself. It's just in those early years, the, the environment wasn't conducive to you. You know, excelling. So this is university equivalent, is it then, Caroline? At yes, this stage, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I,
0: I did my A levels in Germany then, and then I just picked a university, and I um, I started working at the same time while I went uh, and studied literature. Because I love literature and German mm. literature and um, and American literature and then um, but then I had to finance my my studies and um, so I started working quite early and then and then you know after a while you think, why do I still study? I would I, I would change that today. I would have finished my studies, but I didn't at the time because then I decided to start, um, to just walk into a TV station and offer them my services. <laughs> and I think they were so surprised <laughs> that somebody would just come in there without any connections in television, nothing whatsoever, just my little kind of, you know, expertise of being abroad. And, you, you know, you have to go back. This, this is, you know, 80s. Yeah. So today it's normal that you send your kids abroad. Um, and I think there is not one German family who doesn't have a kid who studies either in England or in New Zealand or whatever. Mm. Um, but at that time it was highly unusual. So he was fascinated by me walking in the, 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 the studio, um, the studio guy there. And he, and I said, listen, I, I always dreamt of working for TV and just give me a job. And he said, "Well, all right, okay, let me think about it." And then I got it offered. Um, um, it's like a work experience. Yeah. And um, but I took it very seriously, and and they they obviously saw some kind of potential. And then um, yeah, I worked for them for a year, and then I applied. Um, I applied for Luxembourg Radio Luxembourg because I I thought well I worked for TV. I produced little films about whatever life you know presents and then i thought yeah it would be good to have another kind of experience and and i was fascinated by radio so i thought yeah let's let's and then i moved to luxembourg uh, which is a bit of nowhere land Mm. and um but that was a very interesting time because i just did everything i did you know you work with people you work the whole day you work um night shifts And one of my most, I think, funniest experiences at the time was I had night shift and I changed my hairstyle, which I normally don't do. And I had curls and I looked like a, I looked so ridiculous. (laughs) I I was really, I didn't feel comfortable at all. And the door opens and one of the most fashionable, you know, and most, I mean, I admire him because of, I admired him a lot because of his, um, his wit um, was Karl Lagerfeld. The designer.
1: Wow. And
0: everybody seemed to have forgotten about him. So I had to interview him. And I was sitting there looking so not fashionable. And it was really... But in the end, he he recommended me to somebody because he said that was the first time that he wasn't bored while giving an interview. And I thought that was very kind of him, yeah.
1: Wow. We talked
0: about sex, I have to admit, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did Carl Lagerfeld tell you about sex then, Caroline? It, it
0: started, <laughs> yes, it started about I asked him, um, which 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 town have you have you felt that you you met the love of your life? And he said, um, oh that's interesting, that's interesting. And then he talked about his mom first and Hamburg, and then he moved quickly to, to Paris and his cat. <laughs> and then he said, Well, it's interesting to, to, in every city you have different emotions and probably meet different people and you fall in love with different people and because he never really committed himself to anybody mm. it was probably the the change which kind of attracted him yeah so mm. yeah we get on
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love this mm. and the thing is what what I think is interesting is the contrast because on the one hand you, you talk about not having a lot of confidence and yet you yes. had the what I would absolutely call bravery to just walk into you know the TV a studio yes. totally uninvited totally unannounced and just create an opportunity for yourself i mean that that takes incredible this is guts. The bold yes. yes and this is
0: why it really appeals to me this this bold and brave but i'm struggling with the brilliant i really <laughs> am and it puts a lot of pressure on me but i love i love be brave bold and brilliant um um and i love i love that this is the the title of your of your um I think this is this is cool.
1: Well you are the epitome but what what the reason why you're not picking up the brilliant is because something which is I think is quite a common trait as well in women is that often we don't celebrate our successes and that actually we do deserve the place at the table and we are brilliant but we sort of almost put ourselves down a a little bit and I think that's you probably don't see yourself in the same way that other people see you um, No probably you know? not
0: but it's it's um, it's it's quite it is a tricky thing isn't it because um, I like to look strong mm, mm. and I like to appear strong and yes. I know I am strong yeah but then there is this vulnerable little girl um, and I'm protecting her mm. fiercely and um, so when I really let my guard down, it's with people I entirely trust.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: And um, and I don't like to do that. Um, I don't like to do that very often.
1: No. no.
0: And not because I'm not... You know... I am, you, what you see is what you get. I mean, there is nothing, but there is this vulnerable side, which I, yeah, which I've learned too early on to protect. So. Mm,
1: mm. Well, yeah, self-preservation, yes, I guess, really, yeah, because yeah, you, had yeah, to, yeah. you had to fight yeah, for yeah. your survival in those early yeah, years, yeah. really. So that's understandable. Yeah. So let's talk about the TV mm-hmm. part in a bit yeah. more detail, because that was quite a period of your life. And yes. I know that you're being very bashful again about your, how, what, what a fabulous position you created for yourself there because you were a very, very well-known TV star. Were you not? Ooh,
0: I would say <laughs> yes, but I really yes. worked hard for it. I and know. it's not something, and I was probably the only, and this is so mean that I say that, but I have <laughs> to say, I was probably the only woman working at this time for, for the TV station, which hadn't had any affair with somebody yeah. and nor any connections. So there were a lot of women who, whose you know, the parents were kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like, I mean, this is, this is reality. I can see that with our kids now. If, if I want to, to, to find something for my girls to do a work experience, I call a friend, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and it would be, it would be so wrong to say, oh no, everybody has the same chances. No. Um, so, and I wasn't blonde. I was red hair. Um, which was henna. So I'm um, I was dark. And you know that Germany and the German TV was always blonde. Okay. Because blonde is less intimidating. So they wouldn't really think, "Oh my god, you know, she is the one we want to to support." So I had to really um work hard mm. to get where I was then finally. And I never took it as serious as the other things in my life because it had a lot to do with looks. Mm, okay. So I produced films behind the camera and then I noticed that all the blonde women around me who who, who presented something and who presented, you know, kind of a show or whatever, they, they would earn triple the money. So I thought, no. <laughs> so now I will continue my work behind the camera, but I just forced myself into this. And I didn't like it at all. But because I like to talk, I just got on with it. But I was so self-aware of how my makeup was. And I looked so strange with all this makeup on. And my face felt really kind of, I can't move and I can't smile because there was so much makeup on. And I hated it. And then... I started to do the, my own makeup because you know I I don't trust everybody. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah and, and you learn so much in that, that at the, at this time that, that there were blue blue you know it was a blue wall you would sit in front of a blue wall and you would look enormously fat if you wouldn't wear the the right dresses. Mm. So you had to really explore these things. Um but um it was an interesting time but I never thought that this is my my destiny or anything. I never felt um privileged or I was never proud that I would get a table in the restaurant without reserving just because they saw me presenting the weather or interviewing somebody or whatever Mm. so um you know and and people forget you quickly so it's it's funny that my girls sometimes google my my maiden name and then they can buy um my auto you know um how do you call this autograph Autograph for let's say (laughs) four (laughs) pounds pretty cheap isn't it so um but they were surprised that um because I never told them they were surprised when they were teenagers that I said well there was a life before you know before you guys came and um yeah it's that's kind of part of
1: of of my journey yeah so so after the tv then Mm -hmm. what was the next part of part of the the story for you
0: well, there was something which I didn't expect. And that was, I, I thought first it was a bladder infection, but it was pregnancy. Okay. So, um, which was, came as a surprise because um, due to my illness when I was a teenager, um, um, I had um, severe anorexia. Um, everybody told me, oh, you're not fertile. You won't ever have kids. So when the bladder infection turned out to be a little peanut, um, which would be growing. I thought, wow, that's, I was so proud. You wouldn't believe it. I was just heavy to, to just waltz through the television, um, um studio with my enormous belly, which I kind of, um, wrapped into a scarf. So I looked like an Easter egg <laughs> and, um, and they were all shocked. They were all shocked because normally when you were having a career where you were in front of the camera and behind the camera. And I, I earned a lot of money for, 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 you know, for this time and for a woman. And um, to, to, yeah, just to throw all this away, but it, I didn't consider this throwing away. I thought I was so proud of myself um, that I was pregnant mm. because I w- it was so unexpected. And I wasn't too much in love with the father Um, of the child but i thought he's a he is he is somebody i know from childhood and um i thought he would be a good team player which turned out he wasn't however he produced beautiful children two of them and um and i will be forever thankful for that so (laughs) that he managed that but um yeah, but then this this it, he became so unimportant to me personally. But he will always have a place in our family.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah. because um, yeah, so 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 you had the two girls. Mm-hmm. You came out of TV mm-hmm. at that stage, mm-hmm. and. Obviously, you, you live, well, not obviously, actually, because people listening might not know this, but you live in the UK and you've mm-hmm. been in the UK for 20 mm-hmm. years. More than 20 years. More than 20 mm-hmm. years, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. With your your lovely husband, York. Mm-hmm. Second husband. Second husband, <laughs> yeah, second husband. I really deserve the second husband. <laughs> <laughs> she is
0: marvelous. He is lovely. He is really, he's clever. he's he's lovely. He is, he is stubborn and he can deal with me, you know with all this boldness and with all this (laughs) braveness and non-existent brilliance. (laughs) But no, no, he is, he is, he's cool. And um, I'm very thankful for, for, but it's constant work. I mean, I could say, you know, this is, this is, this is just, I met, you know, my prince. No, no, it's hard work like any other relationship. And I am still working and sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's, it's harder.
1: Mm. but it works yeah and when you came over to the UK so you mm-hmm. had your own business didn't you at that or did you start the business in the UK no we
0: started the business when I um, I started my own little TV production yeah. when, when when I was in between the two kids and I always worked in Hamburg as well for radio stations and advertising and, and you know voiceovers and stuff like that but that wasn't my 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 you know my my company so um, I I I have to say, I, I, I wish I could tell you now I'm a really good businesswoman. I am crap with figures, you know. I have good instincts, I know what can make money, but Yerki is the one who 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 puts the figures together. So um I have a good good feeling what can work. Mm. And um and most of the time it worked. I mean it's rare that I'm really kind of out of my, you know um that i i have to eat my words but um i didn't we didn't um set up a company when the kids were little and i didn't set up anything with my first husband because we were just 2 years yeah. um together so um yeah but then i um i went back to work after my first hu- husband left me and um i don't know if if anybody remembers facts But that was um, um, saying goodbye to me and the kids via fax. Oh, my word. And I was a bit surprised by that lack of style. However, um, my first initial thought was, I'm just a good mom if I go back to work and I have to organize something extraordinary for my kids and me. And it's a setup probably every single mom will, will have that you have to find somebody you entirely trust and you just adopt them or, you know, kind of invite them into your family and that was a young woman from Hungary and this was her first year abroad and we just teamed up so she would do the job with the kids for one week yeah I would go to Berlin so we lived in Hamburg at the time I would go to Berlin work day and night for a production company and then I would come back would give her the week off and would be with the kids and then um, she would come back and I would go back to Berlin and we trusted each other entirely and it worked wow it worked and and um and this is how i met jörg my husband through the work there and um and then we pretty soon decided that we want to set something up in 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 england because he was um, but in the beginning he was just going over to england because he wanted to be like an english you know german correspondent for Mm. the germans are obsessed with the english um (laughs) royal family so at that time it was all about lady diana i mean you could you know everybody earned so much money with lady diana who worked in this field but i think jerky had a good part of that as well yeah (laughs) so he produced these beautiful stories about the the royal family and um i stayed with 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 the kids in in germany and he would come every weekend and and then we said no let's 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 get the kids let's go to England together and let's set up a company and then I became pregnant with Paula our our third daughter and um, so I said let let me Get the child. Let me get give birth in Germany, and then I come <laughs> with the baby over to England. And he said, Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So yeah, Paula was really a baby when she when she um, arrived in 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 England. And we lived all together. We lived in Camden. We started in Camden which was really exciting for our kids because we didn't need any television. We just would put the kids into the window and in and they would just watch everything going on Camden High Street, Camden High Street that was our address and um, yeah and we just had a had a, had a had a lovely time but then the kids grew of course and we had to decide which kind of school, what kind of school mm. um, and because their English wasn't you know they they Fritzy was Fritzy was nearly 10 then at the time eight 10. and then ricarda was eight and paula was a little little child and then we said no we have to move somewhere close to german mm. school so we went to the um, southwest of london and then we just yeah get used to the southwest of london still missing the north though
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because the North, for anyone that doesn't know or live in London, it's very yes. different, isn't it, between it the North is. and the yes. South. I was always yeah. a North London girl yes. when I first yes. moved to London, yeah. and uh, you miss that sort of more gritty, mm-hmm. kind of uh, real mm-hmm. aspect. It's a little bit suburban yes. down here. Yeah,
0: it's, it's lovely. Don't <laughs> but, get me wrong. Beautiful. I love it. Yes. And what I love about London and the area where we are staying is the river, the closeness to the river. Yeah, yeah. And the parks. You know, this is
1: an enormous privilege. So yeah, we're really blessed on Don't we get me that. wrong. No. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So, 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 obviously, there's been, you know, a number of kind of phases, really, to your life, which has involved quite significant travel, a mm-hmm. um, few relationships along the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> three pregnancies and mm-hmm. three beautiful daughters, and a number of business ventures. And even though you say, you know, you're not necessarily all about the numbers and the finance, but, but Yerky does that. So, that's great because that's what a team's all about, isn't it? Knowing what your strengths are at. Um, but there's still a lot more that's kind of happened in the last what, 10, 20 years really in terms of your business and, and what happened with the, with the business that you set up. Um, the business when, we set up was the TV production and, yeah. and
0: um, it went very well in the beginning and we just produced these little clips for Germany you know, to, 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 to kind of um, feed the appetite for, for royal stories and, and gossip and all this very, you know, I mean, this was really just entertainment and um, and nobody really waited for, for a couple of Germans to come over to, to England, to Soho and to to produce um, comedy, but we, we, we did that as well. <laughs> very bold <laughs> very bold and um yeah and then there was a big crisis um and uh, a big crisis in germany um it changed the the whole um journalism the world of journalism at the time and, and tv and um and then we nearly went bust and uh, you could say this is a massive failure no it wasn't a failure it was a massive opportunity and and this was for our relationship as well. It was very important, you know, when you when you when you when you work together. Um, he didn't like to work with me because I'm not easy to work with, you know. I, I do I just do what what I like. So he he, he he thought, oh my god, how can I tell her off in front of everybody else? But he is confident enough, definitely, to to do that. So it, it did somehow work, but. Um, when we nearly went bust, um, it was more my practical survival instinct which kind of kicked in and, and we sorted out a lot of things. Um, first of all, I, we rented another house. Um, I called the school that we couldn't pay for the fees anymore. So I'm really good with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really good going back to basics and... Um, good in a crisis. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm perfect in a crisis. Yeah. I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm, I used to be rubbish in times of harmony. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm better. I'm, I'm much better now. Um, and, um, yeah, and then we, we changed the mark. And I said to Yogi, listen, we have to do other stuff. We have to, you know, let's do, I don't know. And, you know, we are German. We talk about sex. We, you know, we, it's not that we enjoy sex more than other people. No, not far. I, I think it's just normal. But there is no hesitation to make money with, with sex as well. We mm-hmm. created the wonderful world of sex
1: i never knew this yeah yeah
0: well and and at the same time our kids went to the catholic school so i love the contrast nobody really asked me and we always said well you know we just have a tv production company but that definitely yeah helped us you know for a couple of months to to survive the wonderful world of sex um it was not porn. It was really kind of these little stories which you just have, like your trash and stuff like that. It's it's just talking about sex. I mean, here in England, just talking about sex makes everybody cringe, but it's just normal. It's just normal. So um, yeah, and then and then we turned we really turned the market around, and 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 instead of Germany, we we, we just focused on America. We focused worldwide and yeah and, and and in the end it was Jörg more of course than than me um who really did a, a superb job in, in in stirring and managing this company through these rough times into um, a really really good company mm. and um, we had our niche we produced things nobody really wanted to see um but People enjoyed watching. Yeah. Um, and, um, and we sold the company. We never intended to make lots of money with that. It was not that we, you know, because when we were very passionate about mm. filmmaking and, 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 you know, stories about people. And I mean, boy, you find people in England. So it's, and people have lovely stories and, mm. and great stories. And to, to see that and to, to produce things about these people is, is beautiful. It's, it's similar to what you do. Mm. um now and um yeah so we sold the company for an enormous amount of money um and but it hasn't changed anything in our life the only thing that changed was that we could pay for the school bills <laughs> mm-hmm. and that um we didn't we didn't even move we, we nothing changed we i i started buying more at waitrose than Lidl, <laughs> um but besides that everything was fine but it was it was For the two of us and and as a family, it's just nice to see you go through things together Mm. and it works. And he was, you know, he was thankful for me being hands-on and I just adore him for kind of, you know...
1: Yeah, it's a great, deal, it a great to, yeah. team together. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting what you were saying then actually that you weren't ever intending on on selling the business or creating a business. You didn't ha- you weren't thinking about the money. No. You were just following a passion and just genuinely, yes. you know, creating films and interesting content yes. that people enjoyed. Yes. And and so that was and the money came because of that. Yes. And I think that's quite I yes. think that's quite an, an important point for people Absolutely. listening actually in mm-hmm. business often Absolutely. if you chase the money, mm-hmm. it then you'll be disappointed mm-hmm. because it's, that's all you're focusing on. And then you're letting the customer down or whatever. But if you just do what yes. you love and do it with passion and Definitely. integrity, yeah. the money will come anyway.
0: Definitely. It, not anyway. But not always. I, I, I think that, and I think this is a really good business advice. Mm. I think when you're passionate about something and you do it because you do it good, you know, you do it to your best yeah. knowledge and, and you give 100%. And this will always work. If you do something half-hearted, I doubt it. Mm, It's the same with love. I mean, you can compare that.
1: Yeah, I think that's great advice. That is really, really good advice. You know, do what you love. And then you never really work a day in your life. Yes. Really. Well, ideally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't feel like you work, but it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a chore, um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, much, yeah. so much. So, so, so obviously, since you then sold the company, life's quite different for you, isn't it? Because it's given you more freedom and flexibility, yes. I guess. Yes. So even though yes. you say your lifestyle hasn't necessarily changed significantly because of because of the the financial side of things, but it gives you choices. I think that's the thing. Money gives Massive you choice. choices.
0: Yes. Before we sold the company, I I I, um, I decided to to. Um, to leave the company because um I want to spend more time with all three girls. Yeah. Because it's not that easy to organize three girls. It's it, it was easier to. And because there was a massive gap between Paula and Ricardo between the two last ones, you know, 8 years. It's 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 um it wasn't that easy and I wanted jerk really to 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 enjoy family life as mm-hmm. well and to to grow up, you know, to see paula growing up and um so um i started my 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 career as um career as a as a yoga teacher and um, and um, I, now you know I mean they are more yoga teacher than yoga students I think um, but at that time it was you know it was it was an interesting interesting path to go and um, I never opened a yoga studio because it never added up on the paper mm. and this is and I never wanted to run a yoga studio because then you are more determined because of the money you have to do things and i love i love my freedom to feel what people need and just give them what they need Mm -hmm. and this is my treat and my pleasure and it's my privilege and this is why i think it's great that we sold the company because that gives me enormous freedom Mm -hmm. in still working as a yoga teacher but i don't need the money yeah, and there is no money in yoga anyway, I, unless you. And this is interesting as well that a lot of you know women practice yoga, but men make the money.
1: Yeah, why do you think that is then? Because
0: they sell themselves more confident. I mean, I, I I I see that with some women as well. They do six week. I'm now I'm bitchy. They they do a <laughs> six week course in Costa Rica about yoga, and then they 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 just set up a good marketing company, and and people just love to believe that whatever they sell. It works, you know. Mm. It's hard work. Yoga is hard work. You have to practice every day. You have to really take it serious, and
1: and uh,
0: you know, it's 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 like everything else. Go go with passion and, mm.
1: What's it done for your life then? Because I know we you talked about the yoga and doing mm-hmm. it after you sold the business, but actually you were practicing yoga way before that, yes, weren't you? Yes, yes.
0: Uh, yoga was my 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 my. My, not just my anchor it's my my best mate' it's it's, it's it, I started when I was 14 um, now I'm in my I don't <laughs> do I dare to say I approached the 60 <laughs> blimey. and um, and it definitely helps me to deal till today with everything or anything you threw at me because it, it gives me the stability. You, you, you will be laughing, but, you know, I sometimes think if somebody would throw me into a prison, which would be the worst thing that can happen to me because I need to move. I mm. need to move. I need to breathe fresh air. But I would survive because of yoga. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I would sit there and would do my exercises and would be just in this zone um, where nobody can touch me and nobody mm. can hurt me and nobody can... It's a weird example, isn't it? you look really sad now?
1: No, I'm no, I'm <laughs> enthralled actually. No, because I've never thought of it in that mm-hmm. way in terms of just because I uh, and and you you help me massively with my yoga as well, you know. And um, you're very tough. <laughs> I love the German efficiency. Yeah, you know, I never I never challenge, and you push me. But you're very intuitive as well, and you're very. I don't know. You 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 have a great sense and and rapport and empathy for for the individual students that you that you work with, you know, and and you've made a massive difference to my life. You know, you have in terms of how oh, you've helped you. me, 100%. and we become friends, and we've become friends as well, yes, which is even yes. even better. So who would have thought that it would have started off that way and ended at where we are, which is wonderful. But but I genuinely genuinely can see what you mean with that analogy about the, being stuck in a prison yes. cell. Yeah. Um, because I think if you it's almost freedom in your mind. Yes. Even if you're um, trapped within yes. four walls, yes. there's a way to almost yes. elevate yourself yes. out of that situation yeah. with yoga.
0: Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. And 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 to to give people this kind of um help, I think this is what teaching is about. So mm-hmm. I I think that the, the teaching really enriched my life and and gave me much more happiness. And I think the key to happiness is giving. Mm. I really believe that and and I really believe that not just what what goes around comes around, but I believe that when you give you discover something which which is yeah, it just makes you happy. And people look, you know, so many people look for happiness and and um, i think if you learn to share and if you learn to open up and if you learn to yeah to give Mm. it's probably um much easier than than you think yeah and that brings us of course to the
1: Charity, <laughs> <laughs> perfectly lined up. I was just about to ask the question, but I don't need to. So, tell, talk us through the charity because yeah. this is incredible. What what you guys um, have created here and the impact you you really uh, help yeah. so many people. So, what
0: I like about business is I like to think about what do people need. Mm. I constantly think what can we do, what can we, what do we need. You know, um, um, I, I I always think about things like. Um, making a business about, you know, for example, death. Mm. You know, every there is the only thing we all know, we all go. So I think this is very interesting. I never got in, in touch with it because it's so difficult to get into this part of business, but it will change. Um, The way how we say goodbye to the loved ones has to change because, you know, it can't be that people have never met the person who passed away and 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 say goodbye to them in front of everybody else. So there are things which will always, you know, kind of um, it's worth investing you know or kind of creating something and and thinking how you can improve things and i'm constantly doing that i always think about how can you improve things how can you do this and it's again it's not the money driving me it's it's i just love it i just love yeah. to think about these things
1: yeah
0: and um and it was the same with with um, the kids became independent. Fritzi started to to go into my footsteps, and she started to study um, journalism and work. It was very hands on. And then I thought, being the mom I am, I thought, how can I tend take can um, and take care of everybody? And then I I remembered that I saw something in Holland um, where people um, who have dementia um, live in. A setup which kind of resembles their old life, right. and I thought this was so fascinating that instead of telling people who lose their memory, and this is what this charity is about, we we produce films for people um, and their families um, suffering of dementia uh, suffering with dementia, produce films celebrating their life. Mm. So um, I thought, why why don't we go into this kind of field and produce films for people um who are in the process process of losing their mind mm. and um and i told you know my family is used to me kind of you know giving my ideas spreading my ideas and but that was the point where Yerki said oh this is really interesting and when Yerki says oh this is really interesting i can see that it's not just my you know ideas but it's it's he can see a potential Mm. and i entirely trust him so he said um yeah let's do that so the the original idea was to set up a business to produce these films for people with dementia and then the more we were kind of crunching the numbers him more than me he said you know what we shouldn't do that as a business we should do that as a charity and we Mm. give something back to society and um yeah and this is this is great and i said to him yeah, let's do that, and 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 then I was fine with him taking, you know, the lead. Um, sometimes I remind him that it was my idea, but <laughs> <laughs> just when I feel like it. <laughs> and um, yeah, and and ever since, I mean, it's, it's more than five years ago, and and we won lots of 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 you know prices and awards and but it's it's hard work and you have again you have you need a mm. lot of passion to keep it going in particular in these in these times now mm. yeah but Yerki gave 100% I am more of a of a picker you know I go for the fundraising I can I can squeeze pennies out of everybody so I go more for the direct the bold and brave approach yeah. whereas I think Yerki covers the brilliance yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the perfect, perfect combination, right? But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. So My Life Films is, uh, and I, what I love about, about this is is it's bringing together two of your amazing skills and embassies. So you've got the production, the film production, yes. which, you know, yes. the technical aspects yeah. of all yeah. of your, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, both of your experience actually in that space. But then you've got the generosity, the warmth, that the kind of, wellness aspect that probably mm. partly comes from the yoga and mm. wanting to give back and and mm. you've created something really quite unique because there's mm. not many charities in that space doing what you do yeah, is yeah there, well you really? have
0: you have the alzheimer's yeah. society and these are large you know charities we are a little local charity but i can say that we changed the life of lots of people and this is a lovely thought mm. and um and, um, yeah, let's see what the next year is. We have to step back a little bit because we can't run it um, f- as a full-time job. No. Um, uh, we have to find people who, who help us. Yeah. And, and, and we are in the process of doing that. But My Life Films is, 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 is a good thing. And we are not doing this because we want to show the rest of, of you know, England that we, we, we are just nice people. No, we're doing that because... People deserve to be celebrated, mm. even when you lose your mind and your identity. Yeah, and it's so much. And you know, there is there is a very, you know, funny aspect about it as well. And nobody dares to say that. But mm. there is something, you know, and, and the closest to music, and all this comes together. And mm. um, and it's a lovely project for the families. It's mm. it's in an, all these kind of tough and hard times, you produce something which which produces happiness for the family and kind of uh togetherness mm. and uh, yeah and it's cool it's 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 a good thing that we have done that and and i'm very pleased that jerky um did it the way he did it and um i'm happy
1: to work along, yeah no that's on well no you're an incredible force but the two of you combined together are perfect and and of course on top of that i mean as if it's not enough right mm. <laughs> you've had a lot going on um you've also got the restaurants yes. as well rhythm kitchen rhythm kitchen um jamaican food
0: we um it, it's quite funny and, and and it brings you to the point um what's important for business and 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 we said that at the beginning the instinct Mm. and i evaluate that highly Mm. yeah i know it's not enough but because i have jörg i can rely on um he 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 crunches the numbers and he does the exit sheets and everything but the combination is 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 what works Mm. and um when we when we um um had our T V company. We had um, um a sound man and a cameraman um who was um Jamaican origin and he was a trained chef. And when we sold the company, Yerke asked him, What's your dream? And he said, I want to run a business, I want to run my restaurant. And Yogi said, Oh, that's exciting. That's cool. And shall we do that together? And he said, Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, Delroy pitched, um, at a very, you know, a Westfield in, in Stratford for, for a Caribbean restaurant. And, and they were so smitten with the food. And I, I remember that we hired a little, um, location to cook for them. <laughs> and they were so, um, Surprised about the quality of food, and and of course, you know, I mean, you have everything. You have Jamaican kitchen, Jamaican spices, and German management. I mean, how (laughs) good does it get? And 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 they are really friends. So Jörg and Deroy, they 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 did a really great job. Um, Deroy's wife and I, we advice rather than doing anything i tried to be a waitress which didn't work Um, (laughs) and the boys should better listen to us because um, we really have the nose so we set up the business at stratford um and it went very well and then they wanted to expand which was fine and i did a bit of market research and we went to essex and i said to jerky listen this is hard Women there, they don't want to eat the food. They don't want to eat Jamaican food. They Mm. want to sleep with a Jamaican man, but they don't (laughs) want to eat the Jamaican food. And you can say, you can't say that. This is horrible. No, no. You can't say say, yes, it is. That's that's what I feel. And to cut a long story short, it went really badly. So instead of kind of enjoying all our gains from Stratford, we had to learn the hard way that listen to your wife. And... um, (laughs) So we we closed it down, and then um, but we didn't give up. So we we we, um, we um, went to Walthamstow, where 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 Darrow is from, and we set up a little little restaurant there as well. And this is beautiful. This is great and thriving, and it's a lot of work and everything. But you know, hospitality is tough now. Oh, but well, yeah. you mm. need this kind of. It's not enough just to have some you know support. Through, oh bless him, Rishi. But um, you, you, you need support with from from. You know, you, you have to stick together, and you have to go through this um, mm.
1: together. So mm. it, it's
0: it's tough, but we will, we will go through that, and we will survive that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the the, the final area which mm-hmm. you have. I mean, my God, you just keeps going, doesn't it? It's property. It's which, which you don't talk, you don't shout about, but no, you quietly, I you quietly shout about. I, and I know it. you love it. I love it. And
0: I'm, um, I would do much, much more. So I have to tell you, I'm so passionate about it. So when I can't sleep, which happens to a lot of people in particular, when you go towards menopause, I'm just awake. Whereas my husband sleeps next to me snoring and it drives me crazy. So what do <laughs> I do? I, I, I just Google the best places in the world where to buy something. (laughs) And so my knowledge about any market, any property market all (laughs) over the world is vast. Um, I love, I love not not to buy houses i love to see something and see the potential in something Mm. so when i see i i really do good and this is why you know I'm, i'm a journalist i do research so i do my research where the area is good and then if i would be allowed i would do this so much more often but jerky is really careful so we have this kind of passion on one hand and this very careful guy on the other side but it's good it's good you know sometimes I wish he would be a bit more adventurous and taking more risk but then at the same time I'm happy that he's not because um yeah because it works well together but yeah. however I love this is my I love to see little rundown houses and I do them up in a way which works for me yeah so I I don't go with apricot. I don't go, you know, now I'm doing a house with golden sink. And that sounds really tacky, but it's not because everything else is black and white. And it's just, I love to change things, which... you know, everybody can buy. Everybody mm. can buy something which is in a good location and has been transformed already, and then rent it out. Mm. Now it's a little bit harder because everybody else, um, you know, the the, the the renting market is 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 uh, more challenging due to Brexit. But um, don't let's, you know, shall we? Shall we? Shall we talk about politics? No, let's not. <laughs>
1: Your life is much more interesting. <laughs> Don't get me started.
0: Um, yeah, so I love to see opportunities and to change it. And I have always a theme in my head when I see something and I know and I follow this theme, you know. And then it's it's a pleasure to rent it out. And when I see that people really like it, um, it does work. It's mm. not, you know, it's not like you, you you say, oh, this the figures have just, Mm-hmm. To 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 add up. Yeah, I love to create something. People go in and say, "That's it.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's
0: it. That appeals to me." And this is the site, guys, and this is lovely. And you know, and it's still a little terraced house, but when you enter it, you think, "Wow, mm. the space, the light." And um, but you need to have a really good relationship with your builder.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I do. Case
0: case. He's my friend, and I have to convince him to work for me and he is the only one who can really he 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 is so good in working with me because he gives me the feeling that I'm the boss but he is the boss of course but he gives me the feeling that I can decide and 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 um but I know that whatever he does he just does it superbly and um and I entirely trust him
1: yeah I mean that's it isn't it trust trust and and integrity and all of that and where do you think the creativity comes from in you, because everything, every single thing you've spoken about mm. involves creativity, passion, love, really. Um, I think I'm,
0: I'm probably um, on the spectrum. So, um, but, you know, when, when I was a kid, nobody, I, I never could sit still. So I'm constantly thinking and doing things. And this is why yoga comes handy as well. And if yoga is not enough, I start, you know, walking briskly with the dog (laughs) Mm. so no but movement it helps me to think and it helps me to find my structure Mm. because i see what i can do i can't think structure is a challenge for me yeah so Mm. i really have to force myself i can do it but it's hard it's hard work whereas when you tell me, "Oh, think out of the box," that's where I kind of blossom. You go, <laughs> yeah, this is my, this is where I can um, see things. And it's not that I think I didn't live up to my, my, my own imagination, but I know that there are times where I think, I, I think I'm more. You know, the ideas are probably better than they actually are. So this is why you really, when you are a person like that, you really need a counterbalance. Yeah,
1: yeah, Ying, yin and yang. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Some, somebody
0: who compliments you yeah. and without putting you down, yeah. and that's the, the art of relationships as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. to keep the weight even, you know,
1: to balance, and to
0: balance it out. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. hard work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to work. Absolutely. So you've got three beautiful daughters. So what advice would you give? And you probably give loads of advice to your daughter. So this all this might translate anyway externally. But what advice would you give to a, a young woman that's sort of, you know, forging her way in her career or chosen path or whatever, it might be the arts, it might be business, it might be something totally mm-hmm. different. What, what sort of advice do you would you give a young woman today? Network. Trying, OK.
0: Network is so important and not to sell something. Network is important on different levels and built up emotional kind of relationships. And it's not about you selling something mm. and you having a product which you want to find a bigger space for, you know. And everybody is much better with online promoting than I am. And um, But I think that if you have people you can rely on and people who are positive towards you they will always come back Mm. and something and you know it's just really important um and sisterhood
1: yeah yeah support each other yeah support each other and Mm.
0: give yourself credit for things and 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 build yourself you know kind of women so often come and say oh I feel so low and so instead of you know just tell them even if it's not true in that moment just give them the feeling you know they are great. They are good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you've you've got a book coming out, haven't <gasps> you, soon? Do you want to talk about the book a little I bit? I
0: would love to talk about
1: the book. <laughs> um, it's, the book is quite a thing for me
0: because, you know, I'm a TV person. Um, I'm a talker and I like to be not pinned down. Mm. So... The written word and then being in England, I mean, where the language is the key to your upbringing, the key to your society. You know, where I come from, people talk and it doesn't matter if they talk with a dialect or whatever. they just talk and everything else is not that important. But over here, it's the key. Mm. So and I'm a perfectionist and I've learned through a friend of mine. And I don't know if she remembers that, that she told me, Carolyn. Start now, you can be perfect later.
1: (laughs) Do you remember that? I do remember that conversation.
0: And that was was a real eye-opener because I like to be Miss P. I like to be Miss Perfect because Mm. inside, this little girl still wants to be loved. And Mm. I think you're just loved when you perform well. Mm. So, um, which is, of course, nonsense. I know that from my, but, you know, there is always this little fight between Mm. your head and your heart. And um yeah and I I started this book with this sentence in my head you know what Karen you just start now you write what you how you talk and then you ask somebody to correct that for you later <laughs> and Funny enough, the lady who's correcting it right now is one of my yoga students. So she works in publishing. So I talked in the yoga sessions. Um, you know, when I'm teaching, I just talked about my book, which is, by the way, the working title is called Yoga, Sex and Happiness. Don't get the wrong idea. It's not so much about sex, just one (laughs) chapter. And it's the, um, the, um, I think it's a good guide through for your, for better health. And, um, and everything which is written in this book is based on my own experience and how it works. Mm. And there is a high chance that if it works for me, it will work for others. So I'm not selling something no. where people, you know, have an interest in mm. to sell. It's just out of my experience what helps my students, what helped me. And this is what I've write down. But it's a long process. I thought I would be done by Christmas. Forget it.
1: So, so when, exactly. when do you think, when do you think the book will be out? Cause I know just the title alone, everyone's gonna okay. going to be like, when can I get oh, my hands on right.
0: this? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, I have to, you know, I've learned, I've learned a lot. So first in England, you need an agent. Yeah. You need an agent. And if the agent likes the idea and sees the potential, then they will find a publisher. And then you have to ask the editor who keeps, you know, who will probably change the whole thing around. I am so curious about the whole process. Um, and I'm happy to do it. I'm not anxious that nobody will take it Mm. because I know for myself that if nobody takes it, I will publish it myself. It's a different approach. Mm. So I don't, you know, this is the only advantage of getting older. I mean, that you feel, all right, this has to be done because this is something which was waiting to be done for ages. And COVID, you know, for I I mean, the situation was because of COVID. I, For the first time in my my life, I I hadn't had any excuse not to do something because Mm. I had time. I had, you know, the, the space, and I had the support to to sit down and write, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah. So even with my attention deficit, I I can focus on things if I if I see the potential. It's hard. It's harder for me than for for other people, but um, yeah, I, I I still do it, and and I believe that it is a success, even if it might be not published and not because i want to tell myself oh be prepared for the for the worst because i know it's right what i'm doing and and i know it's it's the right path and um and i'm happy doing it the process itself it, it sounds really weird now but the process itself is very very satisfactory and it's a totally new territory um and i'm curious and and um will i earn money with it I doubt it.
1: <laughs> well, you are ri- You get other riches from it, don't yes, you? Yes, definitely. Thing, so. and,
0: and, and as I said, it's not the money. Money makes the world easier, no doubt, but it doesn't make you happy.
1: No, absolutely. Well, that's a great line to finish on. But there we are. So, Caroline, we've had presenter, journalist, property developer, yoga, restauranteer. Charity. I mean, gosh, there's so an hour, and and soon to be published author. I have no doubt at all. And a mom, and a mum, and Definitely a, a wife, yep. and a fabulous friend to so many people. You thank really you. give a lot of yourself, and I feel very honoured and privileged to count you as my one of my very good friends. Oh, thank you, so, thank um, you, my um, darling. Thank you for thank you. doing the podcast. Well, this what a great idea, is Janet. Be loved. This is this is. I love. Be bold. Be brave. Be brave. And I you and it. you are brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks a lot.